Support for MVY's Shakedown Stream comes from Praxis Consulting Incorporated, working with insurance companies to increase their profitability through subrogation and recovery efforts. They're committed to improved recoveries, best practices, and better yield. More info by emailing info at praxisconsulting.com. Hey everybody, it's time for some Grateful Dead. That's right, it's dark out there in the Northern Hemisphere where we are recording at the MVY Radio Studios right here on Martha's Vineyard. My name's Jer Bear, I'll be your host, and happy holiday season. We got some nice Grateful Dead coming up. We're going to be going to December 1990, the Grateful Dead in Oakland. And if it's 1990, it's nice. Grateful Dead 1990 is nice. Stay tuned for some more specifics as to where we're going, but we're going to go for it for sure right here on Shakedown Stream. Let the 
good times roll. We're gonna stay here till we soothe our souls if it takes all night long. Might be six o'clock, it might be eight. I don't care if it's getting late. We're gonna make the band play one more song. Get in the groove of the chase all night long. Come in the groove and let the good times roll. We're gonna stay here till we soothe our soul. If it takes all night long. Come on and let the good times roll. We're gonna stay here till we soothe our soul. If it takes all night long. If it takes all night, all night. it might all take night. all night long. All night, all night, all night, long. all night, all night, all night, all night. All night. All night. We gonna all get night. in the groove if it takes all, all night. night long. All night, all night, all night, all night.
want someone else Just to show you don't ever know Watch each card you play, play it so
It's the Grateful Dead, Bobby. We're doing Me and Bobby McGee from the Boston Music Hall, December 1st, 1971. And uh, in studying 1971, at least in December, that it was at this show, December 1st, Boston, that Pigpen returned to the Grateful Dead, which is cool. And then the shows that we know uh, or, or that are famous are the Felt Forum shows from December 4th, 5th, 6th, and 7th. Before that, we heard a deal from Charlotte, North Carolina, 121073, and we opened up with Let the Good Times Roll, 12889, The Grateful Dead at Inglewood, California, Brent Midland, doing really well on that show. We're going to get all to it. I'm looking at two shows from December 3rd and December 4th, 1990. And one of those is going to be our featured show. I thought we'd do a double header, you know, two for Tuesday and all that. But we'll just see how it goes. You know, uh, the best laid plans never really stick together. So you got to let the stream tell you what's going on. Well, Dead and Company have announced their summer tour. They did last week and they're not kidding. They're going to be doing it. Tickets are on sale. Check it out. In the meantime, because it's dark, we need to open up the boundaries and the spirits and let them all come on in. We're going to go long here. 
Well, there is Plangin' in the Band. Yeah, that's from 1231-76, the New Year's show that was at Pacal Palace, which is not the typical place that the dead would do a New Year's show, but nonetheless, that's where it was. Plangin' in the Band, nice, like, 25-minute version. And, uh... I don't know. I think it's because it's so dark. I just want to hear these long, extended Grateful Dead songs. This is a good time to communicate with the other side, with your ancestors. Happy birthday, Andy, my brother. It's his birthday today. Right on. And I want to congratulate Lexi and Nate on their engagement out in Nantucket. Right on. Very auspicious. The light is getting brighter. But cool, I'm very happy for you. Well, Bobby Weir, speaking of Grateful Dead news, joined the Golden Gate Wingmen this past Saturday night at Sweetwater. The Golden Gate Wingmen is John Kettlesick, Jeff Chimeni, and Jay Lane, and Reed Mathis on bass. And Bobby helped them out on their first set with Lazy River Road, Memphis Blues, Maggie's Farm, Cassidy, the Big Time Terrapin, and a Going Down the Road Feeling Bad. And I caught, this is such a great time to be a deadhead. Um, I got a live feed of the show, and I caught a little bit of uh, the wingmen doing Slipknot. And it was very different, but it was very, you know, Slipknot. And I thought, cool. As you know, I'm a big fan of John Cattlesick. Great guitar player. Well, back in 1986, you know, as you know, Garcia came back from his coma in December. And uh, they recorded this song in their studio in San Rafael, 12-5-86, right here on Shakedown Stream. Stars start to splash 
going to keep on reeling and rocking that was around and around from boulder colorado 12 9 and before that we heard black muddy river from 12 5 86 recorded in the studio at club front and i thought yeah we should play that 
I want to do a couple songs that are kind of special for our bare essentials. This is Country Joe McDonald from March 22nd, 1989, doing a benefit concert for Poster Artist in San Francisco. And uh, these next two tracks, he's joined by Mr. Jerry Garcia. Check it out right here on Shakedown Stream.
That's Country Joe McDonald at the Gift Center Pavilion in San Francisco on March 22nd, 1989. That last song was called Lady with the Lamp or Clara Barton. And before that, Starship Ride. Both of those songs were accompanied by Mr. Jerry Garcia. So apparently on this date, they were doing a benefit show for poster artists guys like Stanley Mouse and other cats like that. Uh, and Jerry and Bobby did a little set. And they did a Deep Elm, Wang Dang Doodle, Oh, the Wind and Rain, Masterpiece, Birdsong, and Easy to Slip. Some of the art, other artists at this show were The Dinosaurs, Nick Gravinides, and Animal Mind. Yeah, pretty cool. Um... I've never heard of this before. I am not as hip or as knowledgeable of a deadhead as you would think. But it's cool to learn, and uh, I like to share. And, you know, I know that there are people out there who know a lot more than I do. Uh, But that's cool. You know, I have a good friend who he started seeing shows, I think, in 73. And he is a great source of information for me, and I love kind of throwing things at him and having it come back to me. It's pretty cool. Uh, you know, you're probably, a lot of you are probably like me. I started going to shows and all the older kids were way ahead of me and I couldn't catch up fast enough. But I'm holding steady right now, yo. So what I want to do is I'm going to start with the December 3rd show. They did two nights, December 3rd and 4th, at the Oakland Coliseum. And, um, yeah. So we'll do this show, and then maybe next week we'll play the 12-4 show. I feel like I got these new upgrades uh, on these shows, and I'm really psyched. And usually, um, whatever I'm thinking about in terms of dead music and what I want to play, or is usually whatever the last thing I heard. So I'm always playing things, but if I was listening to something five days ago it's already old like I'm already moving on to other things so uh, I'm a big fan of 1990 and earlier this year we listened to some of the spring 90 shows um, which were you know very different because that's with Brent Uh, but by December uh, Brent is gone pretty sad pretty hard to believe actually and uh, and so now we got two new keyboard players. We got, you know, uh, Hornsby and Prince Welnick. But the dead are playing well. And these shows are interesting because they had just came back from their Europe tour. So let's check it out. Let's get right into it right now. And again, happy holidays. May it be cheerful and joyful. And remember, everybody gets healthy listening to Shakedown Stream. It just washes over you right on. Thank you. 
chestnut, crazy otter. Just like Wolfman Jack. Simple plush with the aces back to back.
bite of the seabird Scattered like black birds Kneel to the storm and fly
just a little bit. All right, that's the Grateful Dead closing out their first set from 12390 Oakland Coliseum. Right on. That was Stander on the Mountain, a Bruce Hornsby tune to close out the first set. And uh, I'll get back to that tune. Before that, we heard Althea, Cassidy, Ramble on Rose, Queen Jane, approximately, West L.A. Fade Away, Feel Like a Stranger, and Touch of Grey to open up the first set. Right on. Well, this is the first show that the Grateful Dead did on the West Coast with the new lineup. And so a lot of West Coast people hadn't seen Bruce Hornsby and Vince Welnick with the new band um, after... Brent died. There was a, a lull. People were wondering what's going to happen. There were some shows that got canceled. They were wondering about the Europe tour. What was going to happen with the fall tour on the East Coast. And so when they started up in September in Ohio and then got to Madison Square Garden um, and Bruce Hornsby joined the band, uh, it was clear that the band was going to be all right. And they played very well. And then they went off to Europe for October. And then they came back. Jerry did, Jerry Garcia Band did shows in November. And then these were the first dead shows on the West Coast. And so for people on the West Coast, they got to check it out. Pretty cool. Uh, so that song, Stander, Stander on the Mountain, they only played it three times. Uh, two times on the Europe tour and uh, this only time in the United States. It comes from Bruce Hornsby's album, A Night on the Town, which, interestingly, it was released in May of 1990. So here he is, like, touring with the dead, and he has this album out. 
And um, Garcia is a special guest on that album, but not on that song. Kind of interesting. And they open up with Touch of Grey. Some deadheads um, are a little like, eh, about that song. Um, but clearly it's a song that made the band really popular and very wealthy. But since th- this was the first Dead show on the West Coast, it was very appropriate for them to open up with Touch of Grey. And it was a nod, it was an emotional sense to the loss of Brent Midland. I think it was a good set. I like this show. Um, the mix is a little weird. I guess we can blame Dan Healy for that. Um, Althea kind of falls apart. I don't know why, because they were kind of playing well. Um, I thought the West LA fadeaway was really good. And I was looking that they only played it. If, they didn't play it that much in 1990. And, um, that would be the last time they played it in 1990, though they would continue to play it through the rest of the 90s. Um, yeah, but only, uh, yeah, so that's a good version. Uh, Stranger was strong. I thought Touch was good. Queen Jane was very strong. Ramble on, Cassidy. Uh, this show gets a little poo pooed compared to 12 4, but we'll get to check that out next week. Um, yeah, Stander on the Mountain. Interesting lyrics. Um, but that was it. They wouldn't play it again. And I don't know why, but too bad. Cause I think one thing about, you know, the dead is they have to play the song a lot before they really start clicking with it. But, you know, um, for whatever reason, that's what happened. All right. So we're going to get to the second set. Um, you know, the world seems crazy. It's the holiday season. There's still some crazy stuff going on. But one thing we know is every week, right here on MVY Radio, we have a really cool Grateful Dead show called Shakedown Stream. We've been doing this for over 10 years, week after week, and we got great fans and we got great support. So I appreciate it. I want to say thank you. And let's keep on going. Here we go. Second set, right here on Shakedown Stream. No, I really mean it. Grateful Dead, 12-3, 90, second, 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 set, set. Oh, yeah. Well, okay, how about them Niners? Jingle in the wind, let's swing. 
come But don't vote it just a silver Come on I like a cricket It's most spark of your dream
that's how it stands today. You decide if he was right. Glory telling me start choice. Soon you will not hear his voice. His job is to shed light, not to master.
it all rolls into one. Nothing comes for free. There's nothing you can own for very long.
Sunshine daydream. Hey, walk you in the tall trees. Going where the wind goes. People are blooming like a red rose. So come on over, Sheila. A lot of children, I got you in the morning sunshine. Sunshine daydream. Yeah, come on over, daydream. Come on, come on, come on, come on, sweet Sunshine day We need a country
Okay, boy, just for me. 
Pretty mighty fine Grateful Dead show. December 3rd, 1990. Oakland Coliseum Arena in California. That was The Wait for the encore of that show. That's a great encore song because everybody gets to do a verse. Uh, everybody loves the band. Everybody loves the band. Before that was Sugar Magnolia out of Estella Blue out of I Need a Miracle, out of the wheel, space, drums. And they had a guest. Um, I always say his name wrong. and um, But he's an old friend of Mickey Hart's. And I think he was at the Fair Do Well show uh, in California. But Sekiro Adabuju, he joined them on the drums. Sometimes I will hear the names of these guest musicians, and I'm like, I, I, I don't hear them. Before that was a Terrapin Station out of Estimated Profit and a China Cat writer open up the second set. Just a couple comments. Uh, the Terrapin was, whoa, very weak. Garcia's voice was not good. He was tired. I don't know. And he almost, like, flubbed the inspiration part of the song, which is like kind of sacrilegious uh, but the china cat rider good estimated right on um yeah it seems like garcia is a little tired and um but he had his moments but you know with althea and terrapin which are really two amazing songs uh you know he didn't bring uh his a game 
But next week we'll hear the 12-4 show, and it's good. And I'm still kind of weighing what I want to do because there was all sorts of things I wanted to do for this last month of 2018. Uh, And as I've been saying, in 2019, I'm going to put on my dancing shoes. Um, But no, we'll be celebrating 1969, 1979, and 1989. Two of those years are real standouts. 1969, whoa. And of course, 89 was a great kind of rebuilding comeback year for the dead. 79, not really a standout. And... um, but I'm actually more curious about 1979 than the other years. Um, it's when Brent joins the band in April, and um, they learn new tunes. It's kind of a, a building year. But there's a lot that I want to check out and learn, and, and maybe we'll do this together. So, you know, I was thinking about Christmas gifts, and, you know, one thing, there's always great clothes. And you can go to the Jerry Garcia site, and they sell some great t-shirts. Uh, the alligator t-shirt is still on my mind. Uh, but then you can go to dead.net. And they got some nice clothes too. But I got to tell you, and I wasn't going to say much about this book that just came out. But it's called Fare Thee Well, the final chapter of the Grateful Dead's Long Strange Trip by Joel Selden. And I think a lot of people didn't want to say anything about it because it's a real kiss and tell book. And it's really critical of uh, Phil Lesh and his wife, Jill Lesh. Um, But I got to tell you, it's an interesting read. I mean, it just reads. Um, But also, it's a time period, you know, it's post-Jerry Garcia. And I was, you know, I kind of was following along with a lot of these different uh, incantations of the bands, of the members of the band. And... If you were like me, you're going to find this book interesting. Uh, there are some pretty harsh things that are get revealed, um, and it really falls a lot on Phil Lesh. Um, and and if, so if you can't handle that, you probably shouldn't read the book. But what I like is reading and checking out the timeline and figuring, oh, what show was that? Wait, what was the show that Steve Kimmock left Phil Lesh what was what show what 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 was the date on that? Um, but it's actually interesting. So th- I would say I'd recommend that book. Well, as always, after our future show, we like to play Jerry Garcia. That's right. You're listening to Shakedown Stream. Someone's arms and 
Club. We'll see you all uh, later on.
buddy Don't you roll so slow How can I roll When the wheels won't go This nine pound hammer Is a little too heavy Buddy for my side Buddy for my side Going on a mountain Gonna see my baby And I ain't come back And I ain't come back Roll, buddy Roll so slow How can I roll When the wheels won't go Well, that's Nine Pound Hammer by Jerry Garcia with his friend David Grisman off the Been All Round This World CD release from 2004 on acoustic disc. Nine Pound Hammer by Merle Travis. Yeah, Jerry did that tune. And uh, that's a pretty good CD. It's the last installment of Garcia and Grisman. And, you know, if you read, you can see that it's uh, Deborah Coons Garcia who he gives thanks to. And I suspect uh, once all of Jerry's material went over to the other ladies, the Garcia girls, the Garcia women, uh, there were there were going to be no more Garcia and David Grisman releases. Before that was How Sweet It Is from 1214... 1974, Portland, Oregon. So that, you know, was performed, you know, a couple months after the dead took a break for those last shows in Winterland, 1974. Garcia didn't stop. He kept on going. He's a music man. I want to play a couple tracks of Garcia in the studio. And uh, as you know, maybe you don't know, but there's a new Bob Dylan release from the Blood on the Tracks recordings. It's this deluxe box. It's a beautiful thing. And it reminds me of this. Right now, you're listening to Jerry Garcia right here on Shakedown Stream.
Jerry Garcia saying rock and roll it'll never happen what a line that was recorded on May 26 1961 Bob and Jerry in Menlo Park at a birthday party for Miss Meyer and if you've ever seen that movie Long Strange Trip on Amazon she's in the movie And she talks about how she gave Garcia an acoustic guitar and how he got into playing all the time. Before that was Nine Pound Hammer once again from the fall of 1962, the Heart Valley Drifters, recorded at a radio station at Stanford University. And then before that, two tracks in the studio, JGB doing Tangled Up in Blue 12781, San Rafael, California, Club Front. Yeah, no backup singers. And none of the material on this recording, it's from the Run for the Roses sessions, appears on the actual album Run for the Roses. It's just interesting here, Garcia, kind of going through the tunes, working through them. Well, I got my flu shot uh, last week. First time ever in my life. I decided to get a flu shot. Part of it is where I work. I work with people um, where it's, uh, you know, being a clinician, you can't get sick. Or if you do get sick, you, you, you can't be spreading it to other people, especially with people who have um, weakened immune systems or their immune systems are jeopardized by various things. And so, um, I thought, okay, I guess I need to get a flu shot. Actually, it was not a big deal. And um, actually, I would suggest everybody should get one if you can. And believe me, I was one of those people like, no, I'm not going to do it, man. No, I'm not going to do it. But um, I'm now one of those people who like, yo, I did it. I did it. Yeah, man, I did it. 
All right, let's do some. Uh, I want to play some uh, Grateful Dead from this show. This is from 1980, December 13th, 1980. See if you recognize these Grateful Dead songs right here on MVY Radio.
Well, that's a fire on the mountain out of Scarlet Begonias. The crowd knows it. That's from 121380, Long Beach, California. And then there was two from the first set. Minglewood Blues out of To Lay Me Down. Well, you know, I know everybody thinks about Christmas gifts or that whole kind of thing. And I got to tell you, it seems different nowadays. Uh, maybe we don't have as much money or we're older, but it seems like there's a, there's a cooler way to connect and make gifts. But uh, Christmas trees are going up. Lights are going up. Um, yeah. So whatever you do, be safe. Take care of each other. Don't drink and drive. Come up with a plan. And, you know, use Uber. Uber is great. And stay safe. I'm going to play a few more tunes here as we kind of bring the stream into the dock. And uh, I was thinking about all this activity of things landing on Mars and Voyager 2 going outside of our solar system into a whole heliosphere. Who knows what's going on? The earth will see 
notion of object, of arta, is going to be critical as we go through these traditions because arta in Sanskrit can mean all of those things. It can mean the goal of a project. It can mean the meaning of a sentence. Iti artaha in Sanskrit means this is the meaning. Uh, it's used by commentators to say this is the meaning. Uh, and they're not fussing around when they say that. It can mean the goal. It can mean the meaning. It can mean an object. An arata is a something, not just in anything. And one of the great traditions of the Tantra is that in order to see everything, we must always look at something. And, in order to ex and when you see whatever, whatever it is you encounter, anything, you have the opportunity to see everything. Do you want me to say that again? <laughs> in order to see everything, you must look at something. But every occasion at which at which you observe something, or, in, or to put it another way, whenever you see anything, you have the opportunity to see everything. And in Arata, Thank you. 
said to a girl child, what would you like most to get? She said, a little baby doll I can cry, eat, sleep, and wet. And away went a Rudolph, a wizard like a seven hit. terms of embodiment. If you're embodied, you got that stuff. You can't be embodied and have a notion of consciousness or a notion of yourself at all without those terms of embodiment. So those aren't what we mean by duality. Duality is the notion that there's something else. Does that make sense? That that else, that something else, is in some profound way not what you're experiencing. And so much of these traditions want to tell you that this would be a bad idea to think about time this way. This would be not such a helpful way of thinking about God or the divine. Because then you're positing this reality, this consciousness, this thing, whatever it is you want God to be, that isn't the creation. Does that make sense? That is utterly unlike the world you're in. Now, that can be incredibly helpful if you are, in fact, a genuine dualist theist. Right? You go, there's a God, he's not this. <laughs> Got that? And, and he's capable of intervening because he made it and he's not it. Does that make sense? And when he intervenes, he can bless you. He can also curse you. But he can, but, but, but in other words, there's an otherness. Now, if you live in that kind of paradigm, that, which, and I'm commending that paradigm for those for whom this is a constructive and interesting and enabling and even empowering way to live, your yoga must be one of absolute surrender, of absolute relinquishment, because God's God, comma, and you're not. Right? And no matter how... Hey everybody, this is Jerry Bear. I'll see you next week right here on MDY Radio. Peace. Red in the green ditch. Caught on a limb. You know better, but I know him. 
Oh, 